0: Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Well, Of Course. We are recording this on January 19th, a day after India won the bilateral series with Australia 2-1. With me, our experts, Sabay Saatchi and Satya Bratarnash. So Satya, I'll start with your comments on the third one. David.
1: It was uh, unexpected life. Uh, the only thing that came to my mind was uh, like, Sometimes we khelte na. See, the target was come here, so let's make it interesting. So I think Indians did that very well. 230, I thought that they would do it in 44-45 overs, but they said that okay, it was a slow wicket and all that. So, so they made the match interesting. That was good for viewership, I would say. But in my opinion, all the usual suspects played well. Chahal was wonderful. We were talking in our last session, right? So what can a spinner do in the fast wicket? So that's what I was referring to. A good wrist spinner, I mean, almost all of the times takes the pitch away from the equation. If he picks a right line and length, he can actually create havoc. And in the last two-three years, Kuldip and Chahal were instrumental for bringing all the successes to our team. So that was great actually and well-deserved man of the match. And apart from that, uh, Kedar Jadav, what do you want to say about Kedar Jadav?
0: He played really well. At one point, I was actually worried that is he going to survive this match? Will he be able to be fit enough to play in the next series? And doesn't look like he has damaged himself. Yeah, I think this must be a trick by Kohli.
1: In his beer bottle, they must have put some mineral water bottle or something. So that's
2: why they would have... <laughs> See, Jadav had to play one match because the other day I was uh, watching that movie Gold where in Olympics if you don't play a match or a minute or something, then you get the don't get the gold medal if you even if you win. So <laughs> Jadav had to play of something in the, this
0: tour, right? I am mean, glad that Chahal played well because you love Siraj, you love <laughs> Both had been downers. And if Chahal was a downer I don't know if you would have agreed to come on the podcast today or not.
1: I would have taken retirement. But <laughs> so. But no, I mean, Chahal is a special baller, right? You have seen him in the last two, three years. He, he has been really great, particularly after the Champions trophy.
2: Yeah, but it, at the expense of Kuldi rather he had to play. That was unfortunate. I think Kohli made it clear in the press conference later that why they both are good players, but why he played Chahal and had to drop him for a match. I mean, it happens in every good team that you always have to drop a good guy who is winning you matches, although Kuldeep was not in a good touch in this series, but I remember in England tour, they had to drop Sam Curran after he got a man of the match and they had to drop Chris Oakes also who hit a century or something that last match. Yeah, that's a that was probably a good problem to have for any team, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, on that I'll take a small segue. So, uh, I don't know if you guys watched this or not. When in the team won and uh, they were posing with the trophies and everything. So Gaskar was on the commentary box and, and he was questioning "Ki how much these guys are getting paid? Oh, just $500 for the manifest, what is that, $35,000? Are you inserting the cricketers? That's peanuts. You're getting so much money from broadcast. You're getting so much money from the gate entrance. And you're paying peanuts to the cricketers. That is insulting. And he was like really agitated over that. So I don't really know how much uh, the players got as a victory money. But seems like it wasn't much. And definitely Gavaskar was not pleased.
2: Yeah, it looks like a genuine concern. But I think the endorsement money that they get individually because they're playing in international level is, is
0: definitely so high that this might seem peanuts. I actually don't think uh, everybody is getting too much endorsement money. I mean... Apart from that, yeah, new guys. Brand, I have seen Rohit Sharma in some stupid chappal company ad.
1: Just wonder what will they offer to Cheteshwar Pujara for art. I mean, <laughs> it would be really funny if he comes to an art and acts like a hero, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's not just ads, right? So I was very surprised that uh, every tweet, if you include some brand, you can get 80 lakhs or one crore just for a one tweet. I I'm coming from that breakfast with champion episode that Ashish Nehra. Nehra is not even a playing eleven or he's retired, but because he's kind of a well-known figure or people understand, people follow him in Twitter and Instagram. He's offered that much of money just sitting at home.
0: Yeah, social media
2: influencers actually get the paid that kind of money. I
0: don't know. Maybe that's a different discussion.
2: Yeah, I have I remember one stat. Jadeja was saying, Ajay Jadeja was saying that 92 World Cup tour, they were paid 30,000 rupees. I know 30,000 rupees was a lot that time, but yeah, still, yeah. he was saying that uh, this is before the Jagmoon Dalmia and BCCI uh, marketing it very well.
0: Before that era, right? So I think we uh, Indians like to hate... BCCI a lot and sometimes for the right reasons, but I believe what BCCI did very well was to take care of your financial fortunes. Any sport is a very difficult and very uncertain if you are injured, if you are injured badly, your career may be over and your playing days may be over. Even if it's not over, if you go out of team, it's very difficult for you to make an entry back and getting that kind of money is very difficult. And as a player, you have not devoted a whole lot of your life and whole lot of your time in developing any other skill. And then if you do not have even your game to support you, you have nothing. So I think what they did in the previous decade was increase the match fees in Ranji and other domestic to a significant amount. So the players like Wasim Jafar and Rabhishek Nair, who we talked about last episode, they paid handsomely. I mean, definitely not as much as these international counterparts, even in IPL. If they get paid handsomely, I think it's good.
2: I heard Satya saying that he was surprised that we took that game to towards the end. But uh, I, I don't know why, with Dhoni in the crease, why are you surprised that he took the game to the later stage? <laughs> He has done it so many times and we probably lost few times as well because of that.
0: I have been uh, reading and listening to what uh, other cricketers or other, even Justin Langer, the coach of a student team, have been saying about Dhoni. And I'm now wondering. The same thing that I said in the previous episode. As a fan, are we not seeing the value of Dhoni? Or we are seeing something which the management is not seeing? One thing I felt watching Dhoni, that as long as he is clear that what he is doing, he is not concerned about what the fans are thinking. Seeing him struggle or think him just taking singles, not able to hit big hit, I just felt like that. What do you guys think? We have talked about this a lot of times, I think. See,
1: I mean, what you told in last episode, actually you summed it up quite well. In fact, you quoted Gavaskar and he also quoted it very nice that... Uh, this Dhoni is a fact and the other Dhani was also a fact. So, it's good that he played well and he won us two of the matches in this series. So, that is good and if he continues this momentum, it's well and good. No one will question, in fact, everyone will celebrate uh, once again. But for past four or five years, in fact, starting from 2015 World Cup semi-final, when Shane won uh, was actually doing the commentary and he famously said, I, I'm not sure what your Indian captain is doing out there in the middle. So basically, he looked completely confused. Okay. And for the last four to five years, I don't think he won a single match. But now he, it's coming up well. So, finger crossed. I mean, this form continues till the World Cup because uh, we are already past right now. I mean, we don't have any other alternative. Dhoni has to play as Indian wicket keeper. There is a point uh, we have not given him enough chances. He is not there in New Zealand one day or so also. So, only maybe he could play for Australia that we are playing at home. So, Dhoni is our wicketkeeper and so that is what we have to go by. I
2: think we all have very short-term memories uh, when it comes to celebrities or somebody sensational, right? Even for politicians, if he does give some good speech once, we totally forget everything what he has done. Suddenly start making him a god status, right?
0: That is very true. So, Dhoni has uh, joined T20 squad also for the New Zealand tour. Yes, they have to give him
1: more matches because you never know that when Dhoni doesn't play and then he comes back in
0: which avatar you would be. So Why was T20. he even dropped in the Australian squad? I think uh, what Satya said that they just wanted to give him as much match practice as they can before the World Cup. That is probably a very good idea. Better to have more matches under the belt rather than less. Yeah, so they shouldn't have
2: dropped in the Australia T20 as well if they are trying to play New Zealand
0: T20. So that's why there was so much furore at that time that why are you dropping him from the T20 team when anyways you are going to have him in the World Cup. Let him play as much as he can if you are actually considering him to play the World Cup.
1: And anyway, our selection policy is like 90s weather forecast. I mean, it's very unpredictable. MSK Prasad and all, they have actually tried their best to make all these dubious decisions. But now I think it should settle down. And at least that is the decision. Dhoni would be the wicketkeeper in the World Cup. So they play him as much matches as possible. So that is the only way forward.
2: So because he himself is a wicketkeeper, he's a good person to choose a wicketkeeper. I know he came just only because Sabah Karim got injured in his eyes with Kumle's bowling. I remember that, but I don't think he justified his chance in the team later on.
0: Talking of wicket keepers, uh, have you guys checked out uh, Parthiv Patel on social media? I mean, that guy is master of trolling himself, and he does so well that nobody else can troll him any better. So, tennis challenge that's going on. In that, he pasted same photo of him twice because as everybody keeps on saying, he has not. He looks exactly the same. He did the same and some time back he had picture of a long triangular dosa and he captioned it, even the dosa is taller than me. <laughs> yeah, so I know one thing, I can imagine what you're saying because
2: he's very aware cricketer. Uh, because yeah, aware. when he comes to the interviews like Breakfast with Champions,
1: True. everybody
2: said, do you think Dhoni was the person because of which he got, he couldn't get a chance and everything. But he was very practical. He said, hey. Uh, we did get chance if we were so great and so good player we would have in place of him and yeah. we d- we could not convert We are sitting out. It happens with every team and a lot of players
0: And I remember this Aaj he twisted the statement in such a way that it seemed like Arthiv was blaming Dhoni for him sitting out I mean since I had watched the interview, the show such a I knew exactly what he had said and the context in which he had said But anybody who had not seen that interview would see that report and would definitely abuse Parthiv which many of idiots did and that's sad because Parthiv Patin comes across as very level-headed, very sane and very mature cricketer
2: You can't trust the media who shows the GPS chip in 2,000 rupees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so India finally won this ODI series as well and we ended the tour on a high. But one thing, uh, just before I close this point, I read somewhere that even if India had lost this match and lost the series maybe the tour would have been only remembered for our test victory because in 2012-13 when England defeated us in the test series they had lost the ODI series 1-4 but nobody remembers that only everybody remembers that yes they won the test series
2: and yeah even uh, the Sarataka series we won the ODI right some 5-1 or something it was an extreme result but we actually lost the test series so nobody thinks that we got an overseas win there
1: yeah, the intensity of the Test series actually I mean takes the cake. Uh, so, so everyone remembers the Test series actually, particularly the cricket yeah. cricket lovers.
2: I mean. Yeah, you can blame that it's a very long format of game. People cannot come every day. But the thing is, because it is long format of game, there is so many ups and downs. People,
0: it's very hard to forget what happened also. So for Test one statement that Harsha uh, Bhogle gave in that scene and dancing interview with Amit varma he said Test cricket is like life. It gives you a second chance to redeem yourself. And, uh, very true. very much
1: profound. So, similar statement was also given by the West Indian great Michael Holding. He says, "Test cricket is life. If your the days are not going good, those five days can look like 50 years. And if yes. you are really having a nice day, and so you will just breeze through the day. So, so it, it was, it's very true. I mean, just think, imagine, Kale Rahul's that five minute stay would be like 50 lifetimes." <laughs> So, you just think like, when to get out, when to get out, I can go back to Pavilion. So, uh, it can make your day really treacherous, Test Cricket.
2: Yeah, I think that's why it's called Test Cricket, I think. not uh, I I used to think, hey, this is the ultimate format, why do you call it Test Cricket? It should be either QA or production, right? But here, uh, I think the true color of the player comes out and it's very hard to survive Test Cricket with a fluke or less talent. Yeah,
1: just imagine Keda Jada playing Test Cricket.
2: Oh man, don't say anything about him. Now he will come up with some good performances, then we have to shut up, like Dhoni.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, from international, let's go to domestic, where Saurashtra has created a record by chasing 371 against U.P. and entering the semi
2: Yeah, that was a great achievement. I think uh, there's a century by a debutant or, or it, it was a first century, whoever did the century. Harvik Desai, he was
1: the under-19 opener. He played uh, with uh, Prithvi as his opening oh. partner. And
0: everybody who is concerned about Cheteshwar Pujara getting out G3 in the previous match, he scored 67 not out.
2: Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, he was actually, yeah, he was probably hitting the winning run there. And I always get confused uh, between Maharashtra, Vidarbha. How many are, How many teams are there which are not really a state? I can't really say that now because Telangana used to be a region like that. Now it's a state. People started asking for statehood everywhere in the other places of India when Telangana became a state. But there are other teams which are not named after states, right? Yes,
0: there are quite a few. So, Andhra Andhra is not exactly Andhra Pradesh. and uh, Telangana is a state but does not have a team of its own. Hyderabad uh, is not a state but yeah, the city has its team like... Eight.
2: Mumbai. But there are teams which are not even based on geographical regions, like
0: railways,
2: services. Yeah. yeah. And, and they got have been pathetic over the last four to five
1: years. Railways and services, they are not reaching knockouts at all. don't know what they're doing. Maybe they are just traveling in railways or something or they have turned into TTs. I just don't know. I just don't see the performances coming up. Services again, they, they are not at all there. I mean, I think they are just playing for historical reasons, but really wonder oh, what they do.
2: But I thought railways were probably the second successful, although the margin is very different. Uh, Mumbai is way, way successful in the Ranji history. But I, I, I growing up, I have seen railway winning with Sanjay Bangar as captain. So I thought they were always reaching semifinal. But if you are saying they are not even reaching qualifier, it's like Sri Lanka.
1: Yeah, exactly. They were playing well, as you told, under Sanjay Bangar and all. But even from last 4 to 5 years, I think they have been pretty bad. The teams which perform really consistently well in Ranji circuit would be Karnataka. Mumbai still is a force, even though they have not been winning like before. Uh, Karnataka and Vidarbha have been very good. Last year they won the Ranji, and this time they have just breezed through the semi finals. And then, otherwise, uh, some joker in the pack would always be there for every season. So, this
0: year it has to be Kerala, which has reached the same fund for the first time. And Yeah, exactly. knocked out, uh, Gujarat, Gujarat which has become a significant team under uh, Parthia Patel's leadership. Exactly. And They uh, are uh, yeah. rolled out for 84 this time. Who is there in Kerala
2: mentoring? Like, Sushant is yes. in Big Boss, and I, I don't remember uh, Abhay Kuruvila. He was from Mumbai, I think.
0: No, so their captain is Sachin Baby. Ah, yes. I remember
2: from IPL, right. The
1: all Challenges he was playing? But uh, I think one guy who has been really consistent for them, consistent for them over last two years, uh, has been Jalad Saxena. I think uh, he was playing for some other state, maybe MP or some. Then he has been playing for Kerala, and he has been actually phenomenal. In fact, he was so good that he was selected for India A tours. Uh, he is a batting all-rounder, but I think he balls spin,
0: and he has been really consistent for them. You wanted to know who is leading Kerala team. So their captain is Sachin Baby, and guess
2: who is their coach? That's what I was asking. Who is the coaching staff or somebody great from the past? Their coach
0: is Dave Watmore.
2: Oh, man. So state teams have international coach formula also.
0: Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, no, I knew. That speaks so nice about our domestic circuit, right? It's really challenging and competitive. And uh, if you talk about significant names from the team. Sachin Baby is one and Jalak Saxena, Sanju Samson and Basil uh, Thampi. So Basil Thampi yeah. who was uh, taken by Sunrisers.
1: Yes, but uh, it was so unfortunate that Sanju Samson fractured his uh, finger or something in the last match and so I think he would be
0: out of uh, the next round, I guess. But anyway, they are a good sight. Next on the horizon is South Africa and Pakistan One Day Series, which is starting today. And South Africa currently is 34, no loss in seven overs. Riza Hendricks and Hashim Amla are playing.
2: Oh, that's great. So today evening I can spend some time watching some cricket. And <laughs> on the other side, it's England versus West Indies. Something funny happened. I don't know if it is very usual or not. The West Indies board president XI versus England practice match, right? So, it was played 13 a side with 11 matting mm-hmm. and 11 fielding. So it reminds me of the super sub formula that we had in the One Day. Uh, Matches earlier like in the childhood somebody used to get double batting there are a couple of guys uh, D Thomas and V.S. Singh from West Indies President XI got batting twice so their final score was 233 for 11. Have you heard that earlier? (laughs) There's something new. Yeah, I like Johnny Baristow. He made 98. Uh, I mean there was at point of time uh, Johnny Baristow and Butler they were the best batsmen in the team, they are still probably one of the leading batsmen after Root, and they both are wicket keepers. They are wicket keepers first when they got into the team.
1: And guys, I've been just talking about Johnny John West right? I mean, I always find his face quite funny. I mean, uh, in the sense that I always feel if an alien will land up to in out <laughs> and the way the surprised look that he gives. He is like always surprised. I mean, it's really, I feel like, like why is this guy always surprised? But very, very good player. But he's like PK in Earth. I mean, sometimes he lands, oh man, what these guys are doing.
2: <laughs> but PK says he' still a happy face. He's very, kind of a sad surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching some matches from 92 World Cup that day. Apparently, Sachin did very good in that series, at least against Pakistan. In World Cup 92? Yeah. Of course, he was the man of the
1: match against Pakistan. That's what matters and that's what counts, right?
2: Yeah, <laughs> Pakistan wins the World Cup and we beat Pakistan. So, transitive yes. relation, yes, we win the World yeah. Cup. Yes. Remember that okay. argument my brother did? So, that's what he used to
0: say, right? Lose the World Cup, but don't lose to Pakistan.
1: Yes.
2: Even okay. in 99 World Cup,
1: Pakistan uh, went to final and we defeated them. So we were as far as Australia.
2: <laughs> By the way, you guys know the Australia Sri Lanka series that is starting the test series. It's called Warne Walney Murli Dharan Trophy. Do you know any other series, except of course our border Gavaskar, that is named like that? to grades from two teams. I think this India New Zealand tests are usually called Hardly Kapil Dev or Kapil Hardly series, which it hardly have, uh, is what I'm referring to. And the India England is called uh, Patodi. Grandmother. You know, <laughs> Pat- no, I don't know, it's called Patodi something. Uh, I have to check it out because I remember Patodi's wife, who is also Taimur's grandmother. Wow.
0: Her <laughs> own film career has been relegated to the back <laughs> of the badminton. <bathroom. laughs> so she was there to present the trophy, that's what I meant. So, poor of Taimur, we are very sorry. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs>
2: Why are you not so pity about Saif Ali Khan? I totally skipped that generation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that now, Tribor, now it, wife, the great Sharmila Trigor is now being remembered as Raijer Patoti's wife, grand grandmother and Saif Ali Khan's mother and somebody else would come and call Karina Kapoor's mother-in-law. <laughs> okay, so just before ending this episode, I would like to plug in one of the brilliant catches uh, that has come across in WVVM where uh, the Brisbane Heat has reached the finals for the first time. This catch is available on Info, please go and watch it. And as you are watching it, please go out also and check out the photos of Elise Perry who considered as the most beautiful cricketer in the world.
2: Absolutely. I don't know if this is going to be cut.
0: Um. It's definitely not going to be cut. So listeners, we are on Twitter now. Our Twitter handle is at Well. C O U R S E W E L L. It's not well, of course, it's Coursel because it sounds cool. Also, the well, of course, was not available. So, uh, we'll be tweeting about this uh, episode on CourseWell and we'll also be tweeting about Alice Perry on this. So, please do follow us on twitter.com slash course
1: I'm not sure if anyone will check, but definitely
2: Hardik Pandya is going to Google about Elis Perry. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll try to put everything in the show notes so that uh, even if you are deaf, you can see and you can click.
0: Thank you, and we'll see you on 24th. Goodbye, guys. Bye-bye.